my real dream is to be a mailman. You you are big on that. Like that was on. I didn't ask you what what you wanted to do. I, I dude, being a mailman. You just said that. Fucking fantastic. For what reason? Because you could just ch- like I kind of like to just be by myself sometimes. Shocker. Yeah. By the looks of that beard, most would assume you were by yourself for all of eternity, outside <laughs> of workouts. Yeah. All right, what are so- you doing with that thing? During playoffs, nothing. Just letting it go. You're you haven't touched it. No. How often do you upkeep it? Uh, normally like every other day. Do a little trim. What do you you like? What do you do? Scissor it up? No, I I use my beard trimmer. Oh, you have a beard trimmer. Yeah. Yeah, but you like how? Is it like a hair trimmer where you have it on like? A five or something, or what do you? No, I have it on like sixteen. Oh, oh, that's like a that's got to be a funny looking like head. Oh, it's long, yeah. Oh, it's the longest probably. Did you was like the beard trimmer like a Christmas gift? No, I bought it on Amazon. It was the cheapest one. Big time. How long have you had it? Over a year. It was like nineteen ninety nine. I was like, you know, let me just give this one a, a, a shot. Oh, Brian just said he's ready when he, when we are. I thought you meant it was the year 1999. All right, can I add Brian to this call? Yeah, go, go right ahead. Because <laughs> he's asking me. I, I don't want to be. Okay. I also just recorded. Fight. And welcome back to Bar Down. Pause for effect. Breakdown. I'm your host, live from Yesman HQ at Yesman Outfitters. We got your boy Mikey CLT live from the Hive, and joining us today, the first return to the pod, Brian Byrne. Envy on the coast. Brian, talk to me, baby. Boys, how is it going? I know you guys are getting bored over there since we got a lot of time on our hands. Not a lot of Islanders hockey to be had since we're on a little bit of a break, but I'm doing great. I love it. I love a good vacation, and uh, I feel good. Yeah. So, uh, yes, it feels like uh, we did not make the playoffs, which is equal parts tragic, but also comforting knowing that um, we're getting to feel everybody out. And it's also weird, too, because now we've, like, sparked this – conversation with everybody that wants to have like they want to have with Islander fans like oh who do you want to play who do you want to play um and it's kind of annoying because we don't have any of our play to like go off of for the last couple of days to to feel it feel out that question it's kind of like oh I don't know like what are we going to get after after this long break right. now, you know I have I, you know I was just talking with my brother about that because I have I have my theory about who I would rather play if you guys are trying to get into it now, I mean, do you want to go oh, do a, like, yeah. a little round table? Yeah, go for it. So, in my opinion, I think that Washington is a better matchup for us. And here's why. I think if the Canes pull out Game 7 and they move on to the second round, it's their first playoff series win in however many years. That fan base is energized. The players are energized. I think they're a very similar team, like, 
as far as the Islanders go as, as like the scrappiness factor. Um, I think that they tighten up what they need to in big moments and they have a lot of weapons, man. Like that, like the Canes are not a team that you want to sleep on. I think Peter Morazic has been playing out of his mind. Uh, I mean, despite the, despite the stinker he put up the other day. Um, and I think that trots, I think the trots effect would be more useful in a series against Washington because he does know so many of those players. He was the one that was sort of grooming Todd Reardon. So, like, I think that it would be easier for them to be inside of Washington's head if we get a, if we get a little bit of momentum going. Um, obviously, Ovechkin is an X factor. Kuznetsov, ooh, actually, is Kuznetsov hurt? Is he hurt? No, oh, she's hurt. Oh, she's hurt. That's right. Uh, I mean, you know, you, you never want to see a guy get hurt, but that that you know obviously bodes well for the Islanders. And um, I think Holpe is beatable. I think that Holpe is beatable. I think that they're. I think that the Canes have been beating up on them for seven games, and I think that it would be a better series for us. You know, favoring favoring us. That's 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 where my thoughts are at. What do you guys think? What I like, yeah, yeah. What I liked about last night's game is how Ovi's kind of broken down. Like the Hurricanes have gotten to him. Yes, that I I really. Th- think that if we do match up against the Capitals, we have agitators on our team that will get to OV2. Like Clutterbuck and OV already have history. Now we have Leo Komarov in the Suck mix. Suck it, OV. Yeah. Suck it. <laughs> exactly. So I feel like definitely we match up well against the Capitals. And the fact that OV's not on his game, you know, I think that bodes well for us but then at the same time i'm two and a half hours away from raleigh so like <laughs> a big one yeah it's a big like one. have That's a chance a deal breaker. To, to go to a second round game and like i won't be able to get as many tickets as i normally get but to even just you know set up a sweet tailgate and and you yeah. know we might be scattered around the arena but just to be in the building because it's been rocking and yeah. it would be a cool experience yeah, I like like I said, I think that that fan base is very similar to the Islanders in the sense that like they've been starved for winning for for wins for a long time, and I think that they're like they feel like they're due, and that can give a team a lot of momentum. So you know, I think it would be it would be tougher for the Islanders to win in that building than it would be in uh, in Washington, just because like I think that they've gone in and played really well in Washington. Uh, over the regular season, I mean, like they've they've solved Washington a few different ways, and uh, I agree with you. I think that they could definitely ag- agitate the shit out of Ovechkin. Like he seems like you know, despite despite being a captain, like he wants to win and he's hungry. And if things aren't going his way, he's gonna you know he's gonna skate around and, and mope like he did when he was 18 years old. Like I I was kind of shocked at the way he acted at the end of that game. To be honest with you, I I, I was. I was not like I don't want to say disappointed because I don't really give a fuck, but like, you know, you're the captain. You're the captain of that team. You guys just won the Stanley Cup. Like, get your shit together. Like, calls gonna calls are gonna go your way. Like, they're gonna go the other way. But like, don't you know make a scene like that. There's nothing. I don't think there's anything to be gained from what he did. Yeah. Well, the, his feet are to the fire right now, right? Because yeah. I mean, they went on a on a goddamn war path after the win last year, um, and. I just you want to like I don't feel like you always want to avoid the joke of first round exit, right? And right. I, they're they're so close last night to 
killing it, closing it out, not having to worry about this, and not and you know if they make it to the second round, at least you can rest on your laurels a little bit if you get eliminated in the second round, saying, oh, we had a bit of a championship hangover. So right. to have it kind of ripped away from you, and um, I, I wouldn't say ripped. I mean, it wasn't a goal. He he put his stick in the guy's pad and pushed it over the line. Like, that's just, yeah. you can't score a goal that way. That, no. That's it. So, yeah, no, I agree with you guys. Like, he showed a little bit of emotion that I, I think, and a, and, and a bit of vulnerability. I mean, they're, they're shook. Uh, they're shook, yeah. and 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 we've done it to teams in huge spots the whole year. So I've right. seen, you know, I've seen these guys get shook. He has the face of one that's shook, and there's no such thing as halfway crooks. Uh, so you know, yeah, you don't want to wish for anybody. It's such a trap conversation, right? Um, right. End of the day is. It's the second round of the playoffs. You deserve to be there. You played your ass off. You're winning. You won the game. You won the series. Like, so yeah. So just to comment on the Carolina aspect of things, um, I am what one would call a tailgate enthusiast, right? And I want a piece of that pie. I want to get into Carolina. I want to take a picture with that pig and caption it making bacon so bad. Oh. But not like so, so. There's so there's some skin in the game for you, no pun intended. For absolutely, uh, fat in the game, if you will. And I not, see. I don't want to eat the pig. I just want right. to take a silly, silly picture with the pig and make a funny caption. And right. I want that orange tent in that goddamn parking lot. And I just want to invade. Like even if it's four sections, I just it's such an eyesore. They'll be in. It'll ruin all their pictures yeah. of them. Then everyone the NHL so happy that they get a team that's got big new fans and no. Orange tent, my yeah. my domain. Yeah. We're invading. We're invading. I mean, think about the storyline, though. You know, like two teams that were. I mean, Carolina, I think had a lot more expectation than the Islanders did. But I mean, like especially all the stuff swirling around that team all year with the uh, you know the storm surge celebrations and yeah. you know their ownership conundrums and like that guy is is a weirdo and you know people this 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 team's been in trouble for for a while and I'm, I'm sure we can all relate to that as, as far as Islanders fans go. And like, it would be an, it would be a cool storyline matchup, but as far as hockey goes, like, I got to say that I would want to face the Capitals like that, that bottom line, I would want the Capitals because, because like, like kind of going off what you both said, like, I think the Capitals, if they make it to the second round, they're backing in. Whereas if the Hurricanes make it to the second round. I think that they're going to be like super energized by it. You know what I mean? Like they just yeah, beat they're the kicking defending Stanley. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. So and we're the betting lines are going to pick up. I know that. Yeah. I'm actually off the betting, boys. I'm done. Good. I can't do it. Yeah. Okay. Good. Yeah. Can't do it. Especially Did you fill out a bracket. <laughs> no, I didn't even bother. I don't. I don't, right. I don't do brackets. Good. No, we don't touch that stuff when no. we're involved. No. Yeah. No. When we're involved, no chance. We're not no out chance. here touching the money. Brian. Nope. And you and I know that most. Uh, but yeah, I agree with you. Like uh, from a from a play from a game plan wise, I think I would rather Washington. From an experience wise, I think I would rather Carolina. And then we have the secondary kind of conversation where the mega bomb, where it would really complete the opportunity for the 2019 revenge tour. And that's Bruins uh, Leafs, which is going on. It's going to end tonight. Uh, right. 
And I'm just real sick of putting my brain through that type of nutcracker on who I want coming out of that side, too. Uh, I think that that's a similar situation. I think that, like, I mean, as far as, like, if you're a fan, if you're a fan of the Maple Leafs and they make it through that series, they're going to be energized and they're going to be the team to beat. Uh, I think if the Bruins make it through that series, they're backing in because as far as I'm concerned, that Bruins team should have, like, I know the Maple Leafs, as far as an offensive power go, they're very, very, very dynamic, very fast, very young. Uh, but the Bruins are the better team with more experience. They have more grit. They're better. I think that they're, they're better coached. And uh, to see this game go set, to see this series go set seven games was a little surprising to me. I, I thought the Bruins were going to take it in, in, in five or six because I, I really didn't see the Maple Leafs turning it on. Um, but I don't know. I don't know who I would personally. I would rather if I'm going if I'm going to be really selfish about it. I would rather see the Bruins win and the Islanders just kind of kind of wave bye bye to them regular season. Like I think it's I. But as far as like a storyline goes, like I mean, imagining the Islanders and Maple Leafs meeting up in an Eastern Conference final uh, is you know that's the stuff sports are made of. I mean that's the, that's the stuff that's like you dream about an opportunity like that. And how great would it be for the Islanders to shove it right up JT's ass at the Barclays center and, and at the fucking whatever, wherever, wherever they play, you know, the, Roger the, cor- center. the corporate megadome they play. in, <laughs> Dimsdale, Dimmodome, whatever the fuck it is up there. I mean, yeah. it would be great. Um, but I don't know, man, like that series has been, it's been interesting to watch because, you know, you see, you see some of these, some of these like secondary guys for Toronto. Like, I, I don't want to say that they're being quiet, but it's 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 always the question of do they have the depth to go all the way? And like the Bruins guys, I I think that they have the depth. They just they just haven't they haven't been firing on all cylinders. You know what I mean? Yeah, I this is a series that if it were to manifest itself, where in some insane like cult incantation is brought to life the world would fall in on itself a black hole would emerge and all hockey fans would kind of just fall into it because toronto new york in the playoffs for the eastern conference finals in the year 2019 just is just i don't think anybody is like would be mentally prepared for that type of nonsense i'm like worried myself I think that it would be the type of like I think for us it would be a really exciting important matchup but I think as far as like the greater NHL and hockey audience I think that it would be like disappointing for them if that makes sense cuz like you always hear about like TV ratings and stuff like that like you know as far as Toronto goes I mean their their fans tune in they're very engaged obviously they're an original six franchise and yada 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 but with like the Islanders are a small market team, and I think that it wouldn't get as much attention outside of the immediate, like, diehard hockey fan world as, as you would think. That's, I mean, that's my theory on it. With all due respect, that is the worst theory that I've ever heard right. in the history of theories. Wow. I think this thing would be massive. I'm talking, you're, you're up at the bank teller right now. You're wearing an Islander hat, 
And she looks up and she's like, hey, that Tavares guy, huh? Wow, you guys are doing real well, good without him. Well, yeah, in New York. I mean, it would be huge. But I'm saying, like, uh, what, what I was saying is more of the, like, the uh, casual hockey fan, if you will, like, is not going to – because the Islanders have no superstars on their team. You know what I mean? They have no star power on, on their team as it is right now outside of Matt Barzal. I mean, when you hear analysts and people that aren't, like, you know – that's the only name that they that they talk about. Everyone else is sort of a secondary, and Matt Barzal is is, is a second year pro. So, so I'm just I was I was simply saying that like if this if that series were to manifest itself to us, it would be the biggest deal in the world. I'm not disagreeing with you, but I think that like your casual hockey fan would be like, oh, they're playing the Islanders. Like it would be the same thing as like if they were playing like the Senators or something like that. Like this, like who gives a shit? You know what I, I mean? Just, I just think that after February 28th. The the atmosphere that was like the gauntlet that was thrown down that night, I think sparks interest in a way that none has been sparked outside of like for the New York Islanders towards the casual hockey fan. I don't I don't from like a from like a game perspective, I can understand what you're saying from a drama perspective. I think the draw to that, I think people would be tuning in just to see what would get yelled at in, 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 I mean, and now they're in Barclays. So, you know, the amount of people there triples, hopefully, you know, it, it, I, I think it's going to be loud. Like Mike, do you, do you, as, as somebody in Carolina, like, do you think the Islanders, if they were to play the Leafs in the Eastern conference final this year, do you think Islander fans come off as the heels here, or do you think they come off as the as as the heroes? Like who who is John Q hockey fan outside those two markets are rooting for? Dude, to be honest, like after we had our conversation with Shane Told, I don't even think like the Toronto market would really even care to play the Islanders. I feel like it's like not as <sighs> I guess it's kind of like lopsided, like. You know, yeah, where but we... Toronto, they don't know how to insult a single soul. Let, let's talk about people with. Yeah, I, I don't. Well, yeah, I don't think like someone in like Nashville or Carolina or Florida is excited for a Toronto Islander series. No, oh, I'm in the minority here. I'm sorry, fellas. Well, I mean, I, you know what? I, I think that like, like I said, I, I, I could be wrong. It's just I I'm like I read a lot about other teams and like I'm like I'm real like I'm not saying that you don't but I'm just as far as like a general well, well what you said was interesting though if the, the Islanders fans come off as the heels hundred percent like we are we're the bad guy it's and I think that the entire I, I think that any like I mean if you listen to any of the spit and spit and chicklets episodes like. People, they're, they're hating on the Islanders. We got a lot of heat. A lot of heat has come down after this Tavares thing. And rightfully so, in a lot of instances, like, I think that some, I mean, there was just so much bullshit that was bad. Like, that News 12 video, holy Ugh. shit. Yeah, but that there's, was, that was, there's, there's a giant, like, hand-holding session where everybody in the fan base, besides the people in that, in that video, can agree that that video was a disgrace. Right, but I'm saying the optics of it for the general hockey fan are like they're gonna see that and they're gonna be like, "Wow, this fan base sucks." Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, and and like, it, it's that's like such an embarrassing thing to have being represented. But like, it's good to be the heel. Like, I think it's I think it's like I think you get 
it's always fun to root for a villain, man. You know what I mean? Like you're an underdog, you're scrappy, and like then you're gonna take down the superheroes. Do you know what I mean? Like think about like the way that Austin Matthews and Mitch Marner and John Tavares are like, you know, they're out doing like serial commercials and selling cars and on Apple commercials. Like they're like big celebrities where they are, and like we're a team of like scrappy, you know, throwaway players for lack of a better word. Like guys that guys that were you know cleared waivers and shit like that like it's 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 i'd rather be in that position that's all i'm saying i get it i i like playing the villain this year too i think that there's some there was some kind of uh some some head turning after that game where people after we beat them 6-2 and people were kind of like okay uh, uh, let me look into the story more. Let's find out why they're so juiced up. But there's one thing that I can promise you, and that's if that were to ever manifest itself, those games in Brooklyn would be an absolute show. And that's what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk about shows. Oh, uh, yeah. And I think Brian has some news to drop on the pod. Uh, Oof. Yeah, I think Good it's... Segue. You like that, don't you? I did. That was smooth. You guys, you guys, you guys have been practicing. I see. <laughs> Mikey, did you write that for him? Dude, I would have fucked that up if it was up <laughs> to me. Oh man, uh, that was yeah, awesome. So, uh, so there's a little bit of news from the NBA on the Coast camp. Uh, we have been quietly over the winter uh, finalizing some details for a, a live release, a live record called "Alive After All." And it is a recording um, that we did from our show that we, we had on Long Island over the, uh, over the fall where we played uh, the Lucy Gray and Low Country records back-to-back in sequence in their entirety. Uh, and our sound guy, Ryan, who is a fucking legend, this dude has done a lot of bands that people have heard of. I don't, I don't want to presume to know all of them or say the wrong thing. So I'll just say that he's probably mixed a band that you like in a giant arena. And uh, he's, bo- he's above our pay grade, but he likes our band. So he, he continues to continues to work with us. And he got these beautiful recordings. And we decided that we were going to put it out as a record. So ooh, it's going to be available everywhere digitally uh, on 516 Day. That's May 16th for all the laymans. Oh. And uh, for, for all those listeners who are not familiar with 516 day i'm going to say it started and every year we try to do something special on that day and uh, 516 is a special number to us because that's uh the area code where we grew up nassau county long island represent uh so it's a nice little time because it's it's play of hockey and uh, it's it's the type of thing that makes be from from here and uh, it's good to give something back from a show that meant a lot to us so Oh. Yeah. So it's the full cool. the because you guys played both albums front to back, right? So both albums are going to be yeah. on this. So that's a huge file, yeah. huh? Yeah, it's it's huge, dude. It took forever, forever. I mean, this is this is like hours and hours of listening and tweaking and emails and all the all the stuff that go into making a mix times two. Uh, and then there's the B sides and stuff like that. So, and there's a couple, there's a couple little, little other surprise nuggets at the end of the set that we threw in. And, you know, if you, if you were at the show, you know what we're talking about, but for those who weren't, it's going to be a surprise. And um, yeah, man, I mean, it sounds awesome. Like we, 
we recorded it on this crazy state-of-the-art desk that only only our sound guy has access to because he's like a crazy evil genius and um i'm i'm stoked for people to hear it man like it's like we we really tried to do a good job and make it feel as uh, as energetic as the show was that night and I, I think we hit the nail on the head boys yeah yeah i mean i'm stoked to hear it too uh thanks for keep me in on everything like i just found out oh, you know i'm sorry I mean? like, what do you i mean yeah. what <laughs> dude yeah, I'm, I, I i move in silence man like i yeah. I, I, I don't geez. i don't post a lot on yeah real g's moving silence no i don't i don't like post a lot on social you. media i'm not like trying to trying to put everything out there and like you know when when i have something to share i, I share and that's, yeah, that's yeah, why I'm you here. Share. you're you're a son of the pod so yeah i'm like you guys like you guys finished it and then like presumably hit had that big machine going where it it lifts up the the cds and puts it and then puts like the sticker on top of the cds and as soon as you hit that button you're like all right let's tell people about it and then you're like no 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 bar down breakdowns going it's it's going through <laughs> a proper channel so that's what's going to happen yeah so this is this was something that we wanted to do for our fans and like give them give them something to listen to and something to go go cry in their beds too at night you know remembering the songs mm. they, they all they all love from high school yeah, so, cheer, cheer up, emo kids. <laughs> so, Brian, yeah. half of like a, a live album is obviously the audio recording, but right. then the other half is like crowd participation. Like, sure. I feel like when I think of like my favorite live albums, like yeah. it's it's the way that the crowd was like just like belting out the songs. So, yes. are we getting that on this album? I mean, dude, it would it would sound pretty weird if that wasn't there. So, <laughs> all right, so I'm super yeah. pumped for that. Yeah. And now that like Low Country's been out for you know like ten years almost at this point, right? Ten years, man. Jesus Christ. Yeah, Jesus Christ is right. But <laughs> <laughs> now that like fans have had really a, a chance to digest that album, mm-hmm. do you see like your hardcore Envy fans like snapping harder for those songs than like the Lucy Gray songs? Um, it's it's interesting, man, because like. There are songs off of Low Country that when we play them live are just kind of they're they're they they get the crowd into this like hypnotic sort of trance, uh, which it's like it almost seems like they're it's it's like they're a little more docile during those songs, but it's just they're grooving like really hard and they're you know they're not really songs you can like mosh around and get gnarly to, uh, but with the the Lucy stuff is just I think people just had such a reaction to it because it was a time and a place where that record just hit certain people really hard and they kind of just go it looks like a bunch of bees like you're, you're spraying smoke at a bunch of bees that just freak out and like start running around all crazy and like you know it's a little bit hard to compare um but I, I like it's fun it's it's fun both ways you know what I mean because like you like we kind of get the best of both worlds where like, we, we can play our faster, like punkier stuff off the, off the Lucy set and then go into something that grooves a little more and is a little more like wide open when we play songs off a, of, off of low country. And the same thing with ritual too, like ritual, our EP we released on, uh, on equal vision, uh, two years ago, uh, offers that same sort of room to like explore. And like, it's, it's all fun, man. I mean, like it's all, it's all different vibes. Like, to be honest with you, if we were playing fast punk, punky shit for like two hours, I would be dead because <laughs> it's really a lot of moving around. It's a lot of arm flailing, and uh, you know my cardio is not not the best here, boys. I'm I'm 
Try. Oh, wait, I need to chime in. Yeah. I went to hockeyfights.com and I think I've seen you uh, up on there. What? Get... Oh. <laughs> Are you getting into scraps in men's what? league hockey? Oh, uh, okay. Okay. Well, before before <laughs> no, anyone this in the affirmative, please. Before I anyone go... off my chair. Before before anyone gets gets all crazy, what happened was so I play on a men's league team in a low division. Like you know, we're all benders. We're like most of us can barely skate. Actually, that's not true. There's a lot of guys on my team that are like actually really good hockey players. Uh, I'm not. Uh, I'm just trying to go out there and, and sweat and have fun. But, uh, you know, some guys take it really seriously. And, like, I play with some guys that are, like, really trying to fight and trying to hurt people for whatever reason. Like, we're all paying to play hockey, but yet some people feel the need to, like, throw their weight around. So we're playing this team, and this guy, like, it was, like, a super, like, innocuous play. Like, I went to the corner. I got a puck. I'm bringing it up the ice out of our zone. This guy two hands me across my hands so fucking hard that – I just, like, I turned around, and then I two-handed his stick out of his hand, and then I'm just, I'm, I just look at him, I'm like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? And he, and then he looks at me and, like, gives me, like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. And he had this fucking handlebar mustache that he had, like, the wax. This guy looked like Captain, like a shitty fucking drunk Captain Hook. I am revved up right now. I'm yeah. at a 12. So, so I just walked up to him, and there's video evidence, and I just gave him a little fucking, uh, I gave him a little one-two in his in his head, and I got called. I got called for it. Like I wasn't trying to like brawl with him. I just wanted to punch him in his head, and like he has a full cage on, so he's fine. Oh, he made it out. So I am lucky right now that I am not within striking distance of a brick wall because <laughs> had I had I been, you would have lost me and the wall. <laughs> Is that I am I am I am you charged up. I'm fully torqued right now. Dude, like, you know, I, I'm not I'm not a hardo. I don't go looking for trouble for any reason. Like I re- I make money with my hands. I don't I don't need I don't need any smoke from anybody. But like this guy hit me so hard that I just didn't I like I didn't know what else to do. You know what I mean? Like I was I was like I I was I just felt my body just going towards this guy be like I have to hit this kid Good because job. I I don't know what else to do. And uh, that that game ended up being a mess. I mean, we were we were, it was just it was it was brutal for us. We got we got beat because we were taking bad penalties. And you know, I was ashamed of myself. Like I wasn't like proud and like you know trying to pump my own tires. Although it was cool that I had the video of it. That got that got me a couple a uh, couple likes. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> there's, I'm I will go to war for you, Brian Burn. I love that dude. That this Thank is you. it's 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 situations like this that you bring to the pod. That gets you on the pod yeah. two times. Two times. Yeah. And po- and possibly, probably more times. Wow. Yeah. Well, I just want to say, guy in the red pants with the mustache, if you're listening to this, which I hope you are, the next time we play you, I'm going to keep it clean. He certainly no longer right has there. that mustache. <laughs> yeah, dude. And if he doesn't want to keep it clean, I'm going to rip your fucking mustache off your face and eat it. It's gone. I think that's part <laughs> of the rules. You lose a fight like that, you got to – I mean, that's it. What an ugly fuck, dude. <laughs> what are you doing with that mustache? Dude, what? I was, I was going to drop Whoa. a mutual friend's name in, but I'm going to be nice because I tore this kid apart in my be- in Danny's best man speech. Right. So I'm not going to bring it up. But oh, I know you're talking about. It sounds like a grown version of that so-called oh, friend. Oh, dude. I mean – he definitely could skate better than 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 this said friend, but uh, he was he's a real ugly prick. 
wild, <laughs> wild, yeah. wild, wild. I am at an eleven, so we're gonna we're gonna end it now before I break something in here. Uh, just to let you know, if you do feel like if you need somebody to fold the uh, like the lyrics book to put in the CD covers, I'm a master at that. So if you do right. want well, I mean, to bring to CDs, I mean, you call me up. We'll we'll hang out in in the in the living room on the floor, and we'll just yeah. stuff. We'll them just hop. We'll, we'll hop right in your time machine uh, and go back to a time when people buy CDs. So right, exactly. And we'll, we'll put, do that first. And we'll put the live album on CDs, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> <laughs> Brian Byrne, Envy on the Coast. Be on the lookout for their new live album coming up. Yeah, Brian, tell us where people can get it. Uh, so it's going to be on Spotify, Apple Music, Amazon, like pretty much anywhere you can download or stream it, a stream, a record. It will be there available for you to listen to available for you to purchase. Uh, and we're going to drop some little nuggets of it. Ooh, I'm not going to say when, cause I kind of want it to be a surprise, but, uh, just we're locked and loaded over here. So just, just stay tuned for it. Outstanding. Outstanding. Yeah. All right, gentlemen, as always, I have T-shirts to print. Uh, Michael has ups to meet, and Brian Byrne has uh, lyric sheets to handwrite to stuff yeah. into his next CD for his live album. I just want to say uh, one thing before I let you guys before before you guys let me go. Go you're for doing it. God. You're doing God's work out here. All right. Uh, oh, it's. I, I couldn't be prouder. I couldn't be prouder of you guys for doing this podcast. I think it's a fucking great idea. And you've come a long way, and I think what is it like eleven episodes, twelve episodes? Yeah, long way. That's... It's it's things are only looking up for you, and I just want to say congratulations on it. Thank you so much. You You're said about your producer or the guy that you were working with that he's yeah. a bit above our pay grade, yeah. but likes us, so he just records us. That's it. That's the story of of Bar Down Breakdown. I mean, I'm not going to disagree with you there. I think that you guys, are, <laughs> I think you guys are punching way above your weight, and that's yeah. and that's great. Yeah. Keep fucking fighting. Oh, it came out swinging with Brian Byrne for first. I love it. So wait, wait. I love it. There's nowhere to go. What up? <laughs> uh, I'll talk to you later, brother. Thanks, boys. All right. Peace, bro. Peace. And also with you. <laughs>